we're not investing in blockchain per se or um, coins or altcoins. And, you know, there's speculation on whether Bitcoin is going to go to 5,000 or back to 55, 60,000. Um, either way, we're going to be there to report on it. You're listening to the Digital Data Cafe podcast, where we talk about everything data driven in your world. Join us each week to hear from the world's top business and industry leaders on why using data in a digital world matters. Here's your host, Albert Thompson. Good afternoon. Another episode of Digital Data Cafe. I'm Albert Thompson, CEO and founder of Driven IQ. I am here today with the one and only Mr. Philip Falcone, uh, CEO and founder of Madison Technologies, Harvard grad, hockey player. Now he's uh, investing in building a, a blockchain television network. Philip, thank you so much for joining. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very, very, very welcome. So I'm super excited to to really talk about what you guys are doing. And I hear you guys are doing some great things with raising some, some money. Um, building your business. And, um, you know, for those that really don't know a lot about what's going on with blockchain and crypto, hopefully this is a, is a good opportunity today for, for those to learn about it, learn about your business. Um, so for those listening, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you go from Harvard and hockey to blockchain and crypto? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I actually grew up in Northern Minnesota, a small town near the Canadian border, um, youngest of nine. And when you, um, when you're in Northern Minnesota, you pretty much, uh, almost are nearly born with ice skates on. So that's what I did my, my days up there. I um, ended up going to Harvard, played there, and I played a little bit in Sweden after, and then ended up coming back to the States and went to Wall Street back in the late 80s and have been investing ever since. That's incredible. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's amazing because not many people have the opportunity to really you know, obviously go to an Ivy League school like Harvard and then, you know, get taken to, to Sweden. And obviously you came back and you got into Wall Street. So tell us a little bit um, about that time. You know, how did you you know get into Wall Street? And I know you did some some work during the financial crisis. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I um, started my career at Kier Peabody trading junk bonds. So I was on the junk bond desk and uh, really focused a lot on the distressed marketplace and kind of stuck with that over the years. I um, left Wall Street in 1990, 1991, did a small LBO and uh, actually failed. So learned a lot during that period um, and came back to Wall Street for a few years um, and started a fund, a hedge fund in 2001 with $25 million. I got back by a family out of Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, we peaked. We grew it to about $26 billion. Um, we peaked in 2008. Um, uh, a lot of that was uh, the success we had in subprime, where we were short the marketplace during that period and made almost $11 billion for our investor base. So it was, uh, it was a, a pretty uh, exciting experience. And I then, um, after the crisis, started focusing on permanent capital vehicles because that's the way I like to invest. I typically go all in when I invest. Um, it's not for the faint of heart, but that's just, I think, uh, uh, the way I think, the way I like to do things. And 
Uh, if you look at some of the investments that I've made in my career, that's where I've been the most successful. But uh, I started focusing on permanent capital vehicles and I um, ultimately took, took control of this company, Madison, took control of the company, Madison Technologies. Right. And started out buying television stations and then um, had been doing a lot of work in crypto and on the network side and just realized that there was a major vacuum. Um, so I jumped on the opportunity and kind of pivoted. And now I'm focused on building out a uh, television network in the blockchain space. <clears throat> That's uh, absolutely incredible. And, and, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, especially with the opportunity that you've had. And, and by the way, congratulations, um, not only on the successes, but the failures, right? I mean, I think it's important that we mention that, you know, every single failure, right, is just one step closer to, to the win. Um, and we all learn from, from failing uh, fast and, and getting back up on our feet. But um, one of the things that's exciting, and, and we're going to share this when we, when we post it out there, but you made $11 billion doing this stuff. And so, you know, I think those listening, really should take heed into what you see in the future. And, and right now you're seeing that in blockchain, right? Yeah. I mean, this is an industry that's in its infancy and I don't even know if it's the top of the first inning yet, but um, right. it's there it's, it's there to stay. Blockchain technology is here to stay. Um, you know, you've got a lot of volatility in the marketplace and the crypto and the uh, cryptocurrency area, but we're we're focused on all things blockchain. We're focused on Web three, NFT, um, the metaverse, um, and of course, um, delivering uh, news and information and education to the to the um, to the masses. That's what our objective is, and I think especially now, it's really needed because of the volatility. There's no real one community or one place to go to people are getting their information out of uh, from Twitter. Yeah. You don't know where these guys are coming up with the information. If they're talking their own book, um, but people are making decisions um, on what they're hearing on Twitter. And I quite frankly, don't think that's uh, appropriate. So we saw that vacuum. We saw that opportunity and kind of jumped on it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important uh, to talk about this. Right. And I one of the things that you and I talked about before coming on the show and, and would like you to, to elaborate a little bit more on it is to, I think there's a, a confluence. Right. Of the, the lack of education of what's really what is blockchain. Right. Those there's people who really haven't understood you know, exactly what that means and how it relates to them in their private day to day lives. And then obviously we hear the stuff about FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried and we hear about, um, you know, the, the scams that are running in crypto. But I think part of this all stems from not having a standardized educational format that people can rely upon. And, and that's what you're solving right here with this blockchain TV network, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, anytime you have um, an industry starting out like this, or, I mean, you look at what's happened in Wall Street over the years with, uh, with like the Bernie Madoffs of the world. I mean, stuff happens, you know, yeah. it just is what it is. Um, I think I would suspect some regulation, um, you will see some regulation. And quite frankly, I think that will be good for the marketplace. Yep. I think once you see some regulation, it's almost the government is okay, embracing the concept and I think then you will see more and more and more people getting involved. But blockchain is um, um, really, I mean, without going into too much detail, 
um, it's a distributed ledger system where you're really eliminating the intermediaries in transactions. Um, and it is, uh, it's all centered around decentralization, you know, eliminating as simple as when you think about it, the simplest way to think about it is when you send out a wire, you're contacting your bank, your bank is, the back office is going through all the information, um, doing all the check the box, they're sending the wire out to another bank who then delivers the money into the account of the receiver. You know, with blockchain, you essentially can eliminate a lot of that. And when you think of, from a basic perspective, international trade, all the capital tied up for days on end, while banks try to figure out, you know, where it should be going, who, you know, is it legitimate? Um, there can be instantaneous transactions really loosening up the, the, the that capital that's tied up in, in not only interna international trade, but just the simple day-to-day um, uh, -day wiring system. I mean, that's only one application. There's massive uh, applications, massive number of applications that you're going to see um, utilizing blockchain. And, you know, what we're doing is not only um, delivering the news information, but also education, entertainment. You know, you think of uh, what we are and what I like to tell people is we are Bloomberg TV meets uh, MTV meets Barstool Sports. You know, it's uh, news, information, education, entertainment, but there's nothing like it in the marketplace. And I think there is an absolute need for it. You know, when when it's snowing outside, you turn on the weather channel. When there's right. volatility in the marketplace and stocks, you turn on Bloomberg TV. But where do you go for, you know, the, the NFT, crypto, Web3? Nowhere. I mean, Nowhere. you can Web3 and, you know, maybe pick it up on, um, on some of the different um, mm -hmm. stations today, but nobody's dedicating um, any, any major, any real time to it, especially live and up to date and cutting edge. So there is a real vacuum, there's a real need for it. And we uh, aim to fill that need. Yeah, I, I think that's a really great way to put it, you know, in, in, you know, very short layman's terms, right? You guys are literally the intersection between, you know, uh, Bloomberg, and like you said, CNBC meets MTV meets streaming, you know, Hulu, right? I mean, or really Vice News, um, all of this together to, to make it informational, fun and entertaining. But you know, 24 seven, it's like, Hey, this becomes the go-to television streaming network for all things that are relative to all finance, right. Or to all, you know, um, you know, blockchain. Well, so, yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about it, the crypto market doesn't sleep. No, it's not like, uh, the New York stock exchange that closes at four o'clock and you can't do anything. I mean, you, it is 24 seven and it's not only domestic, it's global. So we think about this as a real global opportunity. This is not just the US. You know, in fact, you look at what's happening in the Middle East and beyond, um, there's more that's probably happening offshore than anything. Um, so we aim to, to take this globally. We're talking to people in the Middle East about it in Latin America. Hmm. And, um, uh, but I, I, I think it is a global opportunity here and people are, whatever the United States does, people will follow. But I think people are quite frankly, taking the lead on, on the 
on crypto elsewhere and um, really pushing it in their own uh, in their own way, in their own with their own applications and in their own uh, territories. Yeah, and you know, I, I really never thought of it that way, um, Phillips. That's interesting because you're right. It's a it, it doesn't sleep right. There is no um, markets, you know, between nine and and the close of, of the market, right? This is it's global. It's continuous. It's ongoing. It's twenty four seven, and it's and it's multi segmented, right? From NFTs to to all different types of, of strategies. Um, so there really is a tremendous opportunity to have the 24-7 um, television streaming network on this. Um, my question for you is, what are you seeing today in terms of, you know, the audience, right? Because I think there's a lot that's different about the demographics behind the traditional, um, you know, investor or options trader or, you know, day trader um, as compared to, to, to the folks that are embracing blockchain. Um, in terms of how they look at it from an investment standpoint, you know, what do you think that means for blockchain TV? And what do you think that means for the audience that'll be watching this? Well, I think the demographic for blockchain is, believe it or not, very, very broad. I mean, you, you have the whole decentralized aspect. And, you know, when people think of crypto, they think of, you know, a little bit of uh, rebellious in nature. I think, um, you know, people, a lot of people jumped on the wagon because they are um, uh, not comfortable with the system. Right. And I think there is a lot of that in, in and around blockchain, in and around crypto. Um, but that's the whole concept around it. You, you eliminate the intermediary, the, the, the bigger institutions, um, and, and, and even go um, peer to peer, kind of person to person. Um, but I think the demographic is, quite frankly, very wide. You think of the younger generation, they jumped on the, the bandwagon very early. Uh, and especially people in the gaming community. Yeah. Uh, they're huge believers in, in the space and especially the metaverse. Um, and, you know, this is not going away. And that's the, that's the thing about it. There's, there's, um, Major banks are building up their their uh, their blockchain um, programs. Um, there's a lot of focus on tokenization of assets. People think that that's you know a big part of the future. And when you see firms like J.P. Morgan hiring 250 people um, and really focusing on it, you know there's uh, that it's real. And you know we're 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 not even at uh, the tip of the iceberg. It's very early uh, on in the entire industry and with all the applications. But I think, you know, there's also a lot of education that's needed. And that's what yep. we have to bring, um, without a doubt. Um, you know, there's uh, things are changing and moving so fast, and it is complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, and we hope to be able to at least bring um, some maybe sensibility around certain applications so people kind of can get a grasp of it and understand how they can use it in their day-to-day -day lives. Whether, I mean, if you think about it as an investment, that's your, your choice of one of 12,000 coins out there or 15,000 coins. You know, that's the thing you only hear about Bitcoin and Ethereum, but uh, the, the list is massive. Right. 
And there's an opportunity. I mean, whether you call it investing or not, or speculating, um, people are doing it. And people have made a whole hell of a lot of money. Um, now, the markets are very volatile right now. But um, I think that's case in point for what we're trying to do yep. uh, to uh, educate people on, the, on what's happening in the market and at least bring some insight into it, hopefully at the same time, and some clarity and transparency. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think this is where it gets really interesting um, and, and why I was really excited about doing this, this podcast with you, right? Is because here we are at this uh, very interesting um, intersection, right? Of investing, right? And then also crypto, which is kind of almost synonymous with, with uh, you know, like you said, investing in, you know, all coins and things like this. But here's the situation, right? What we're talking about today, so let's just get to the main point, is blockchain TV is doing a, a Reg D, right? Which is a, a, a equity crowdfunding for accredited investors. And this is an opportunity to really bet on the blockchain, but bet in it in a different way, right? Correct. Um, and that's where it's so unique, right? This is an opportunity to get in the game, but in a stable way, in a stable environment. And I think that that's kind of what I find the most appealing about this um, from my standpoint, you're looking um, inward, but um, what are your thoughts on that? And can you, can you tell us a little bit about the Reg D, what it means and, and what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, I think you're, you're 100% right. We're not putting our capital, we're not investing in, in um, blockchain per se or um, coins or altcoins. And, you know, there's speculation on whether Bitcoin's going to go to 5,000 or back to 55, 60,000. Um, either way, we're going to be there to report on it. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the key part. Yeah. Uh, it is a way of participating in the growth of blockchain without taking the, the risk of the volatility. And quite frankly, the more volatility, the better for us. That's right. That's more right. Yeah. Uh, more to talk about and more uh, information to uh, to deliver. Yeah. Um, but the Reg D is um, um, we're doing it out of their public vehicle. Um, we're looking to uh, raise capital, as as you mentioned. Um, we have, um, um, I think the unique thing about it is we're going to be producing our own content. We um, have uh, acquired a small production company out of LA that's going to be doing some of the entertainment uh, around uh, developing um, the various shows, entertainment shows, um, whether it's a game show or whether it's uh, one of the series Woke Up Rich or Crypto Crime Files. Um, and, you know, of course, that costs money. Um, mm -hmm. We're also um, in um, production right now. Um, we launched our first show called The Daily Drop, and that's that was launched in Canada in a test market in Canada, and it's done very well. Um, and that's being host. It's hosted by our anchor, Bobby Del Rio, but it's on the News Forum Network up in Canada. Um, so the capital, all the capital will be used for uh, production purposes. Um, you know, or it's an opportunity to get in at the ground, ground floor, on the ground floor um, in, an, uh, in an industry in its infancy. And I think anytime you see something like that, um, there's uh, money to be made. I mean, we're early, um, 
we are uh, very excited about the space and about the, uh, the growth potential is massive. So we wanted to go out and, you know, what we're doing is almost, I don't want to say eliminating the middleman, but we're going direct, uh, attempting to go direct to the investor community and get them to uh, hopefully get them excited to own a piece of the blockchain TV network going forward. Yeah, I, I it, it just gets me excited. It gets me amped up. I mean, it's it's the opportunity of almost being in like, you know, Fox when Fox started or Vice News when when Vice started. Um, you know, and you think about the shows like like Woke Up Rich, right? Um, to me, that's like you're going to appeal to to the to the wide range of, of people out there that are going to get excited about it. Right. Because there's there's things to learn about crypto and blockchain that they don't know. Um, and it's exciting, right? I mean, people want to get excited about the potential of, man, you know, maybe I can get in and and, and wake up rich and, and go buy the Ferrari and the Lamborghini and, and, and make $11 billion. Um, and, and here's the great thing about it, right, is what you said, and I, I couldn't agree with you more, is that this is a way for someone to invest in the opportunity in a de-risked way, right? You're de-risking the opportunity to participate in the upshot of blockchain, um, but in a more stable business model, right? This is really um, a, a proven model. And, and talk about that. I mean, what, what what do you think about the model? I mean, you, you said you got a production com- uh, company um, out of LA and you're, you've got anchors. So, so what are some of the other things that people can be excited about that Blockchain Network is going to build? Oh, we are using, um, we partnered with a group out of Canada called TMG, who has a tremendous amount of experience in broadcast production. Um, uh, the individual running that is a guy by the name of Tor Stoutland. He's part mm-hmm. of our batch. Um, very experienced, very seasoned. Um, thinks there's a massive opportunity here in the blockchain space and in the blockchain media space more specifically. So he is going, he and his team are, are producing the... Um, um, kind of the daily wheel of uh, five, six, seven hour wheel of, of up-to-date information, news, education, et cetera. So he's, um, he's been working uh, night and day. He and his team have been working night and day on that. And of course we got uh, you know, Jay, uh, Jay and Tony from the production company that are doing the entertainment part, but we've hired um, three, four or five anchors and hosts um, we want to have our own proprietary content, our own team, um, and be ready to launch. And, you know, whether it's April or May, um, the sooner the better, because, again, I think there is a real need for it. Um, but there is um, there's a lot of excitement around it. People, you know, when you really talk to them about it, they real, they really, at the end of the day, like, you know, there is no place, one place to go. You know, you've got websites out there, but every website's trying to sell you something. You know, we are, and our our model is pretty basic. There's still fifty billion dollars being spent on advertising uh, annually, forty-five to fifty billion. Um, you know, we we will get distribution. There's no question about it. No question. Uh, we um, and our, our, our model is really based on that. It's a very traditional model, but of course we're gonna be capitalizing on um, the streaming aspect um, and also sponsorship, um, but also 
um, focused on opportunities on the, across the across the globe. I mean, we've had quite frankly incoming calls from people um, expressing interest in trying to get involved in some different uh, parts of the uh, parts of the world, especially in Latin America, um, where certain countries are are uh, adopting it. Um, quite frankly, quicker than, than what we're doing here. So there is an opportunity. Um, it is, it is uh, a, you know, a basic business model. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, and I think this is a driver business. You know, we're not another media company that's producing um, a TV or not, not a TV show, but uh, uh, delivering another movie. You know, yeah. you have plenty of those out there. We're different. Different. This is live, up-to-date information and education. And I think that's how you have to look at it. And considering that, that, that blockchain, the technology and crypto is going to the masses, it's needed. Um, so we're, we're very excited about uh, the uh, Reg D. We just launched that and hopefully um, see some momentum over the next uh, few weeks on uh, on the capital raise. Yeah, uh, and I absolutely 100% believe you will. Uh, and, and you're spot on. Uh, advertising, you know, um, streaming uh, TV, the opportunity for brands, retailers, and advertisers to be able to position their their ads um, on effective channels uh, and, and media makes sense, right? And and you will get that distribution, um, and there will be a demand. Um, for those eyeballs, right? Because your audience, yeah. you know, if you think about it, to your point, the demography, the psychography of that particular audience, right, is going to be very appealing to a wide swath of potential brands, um, you know, and I think that there's going to be a, a wide array of people that will want to participate from the TD Ameritrades of the world all the way to uh, Lamborghini, all the way to you name it. I mean, there's just a lot of potential in terms of where that ad revenue can can come from. Well, I, I think too, especially when you think about people building their block their their blockchain business from an industry perspective, where do they advertise? You know, there's That's right. Nothing. The, the, this demographic doesn't necessarily go to watch Bloomberg TV or CNBC or CNN. They don't. Right. They go to Twitter, but you know that's not necessarily the place to build a brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's or Twitch or some gaming. Yeah, game. yeah exactly. It's not going to work, you know, to go promote my new crypto, you know, game, I'm going to go on Twitch, you know, or something. Yeah. So no, yeah. this is, yeah, this gives some, some validity to it. And I think it gives some, some real solid, you know, ability for businesses to build a brand around this, uh, this network. Yeah, there's no, no doubt about it. I mean, we're, you know, that's one thing that Tor and his team have been working on. Uh, people are just, you know, waiting for us to launch, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you're going to see uh, our revenue streams kick in pretty quickly. Absolutely. So so let's talk about that. So how much are you looking to raise exactly? Um, you've talked a little bit about the use of funds. Um, so we've got to go fast, right? we got to get the momentum. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So how much are you looking to raise? What's the no, number? It's not a lot. We're looking to raise maybe $3 million, $4 million. That's not a lot. Maybe, yeah, it's not a lot. Maybe up to five. Um, you know, I don't want to sell a lot down at these levels. You know, that's the <laughs> that's the reality. The valuation is very attractive. Um, I don't want to get personally too diluted down here. Um, but uh, at the same time, 
You know, I think that people that get in early are getting in at sponsor pricing, um, if I may say. So it's a very attractive valuation. Um, and, you know, we will ramp it up uh, over time. Um, but we do think that our uh, revenues, revenue, our top line will kick in um, pretty enthusiastically early on because of the opportunity set in the ad space and the sponsorship space in this uh, in the industry. So it's you know three, four, five million dollars uh, down at uh, kind of sponsor pricing, yep. uh, which is very attractive, quite frankly. 100%. I mean, I think, um, you know, at the time of us uh, doing this video, uh, it was, it was one cent per share. So, um, you know, if you're an accredited investor and you're watching this to be able to get in at the ground floor on a, on a TV network, uh, you know, I, I don't see how they wouldn't want to participate um, in the upshot. But like any investor, um, Philip, you know, it's, it's always um, prudent, right, to ask. So what's the end game? I mean, what, where do we where do we go from here? Are we are we shareholders? Are we looking to be part of the, the the cap table for for the top line or where are we going yeah i mean you look at how fox started back in the back in the 80s i mean you know they bought some television stations and started uh um, launching their 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 program in across the across the country um you know is it big thinking yes but um is the possibility there absolutely i mean you look at how espn first started when espn first started their streaming business the only real content they had was uh, i think it was australian rugby um that was that was one of their first uh first programs and look at where they are today right. so yeah i do think big and there's no reason to think to that thinking um, with what we're doing here. Absolutely. And so from a syndication standpoint, I mean, obviously we understand the streaming, um, some distribution. Uh, what about some retrans or anything like that? Do you see this um, on broadcast cable? Do you see this ever living anywhere else other than streaming? Yeah. I mean, in Canada right now, I mean, we are on the news forum, which is across Canada, but I have no reason to believe we won't get distribution on on cable TV. I mean, yeah. it's, um, it's a driver business again, because we're not coming to the table with a movie. Um, this is different. This is unique. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we have something quite frankly, that nobody has that nobody is doing. Um, that's, uh, and I think the cable industry, um, you know, while have, they have their own struggles, um, people are still watching TV. There is no question about it. People turn on the TV. Um, but we're going to not only think about or focus on on television, but it's on demand. It's yes. streaming. Um, we're going to have our app, um, you know, hopefully get on the alternatives like uh, Apple TV and Roku and Hulu and the like. So we're attacking it from all angles um, in an attempt to make sure we're crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's from a distribution perspective. That's fantastic. Well, Philip, I, I couldn't thank you enough. I think this is a, a great opportunity for us to, to segue. So if I'm interested in investing and I'm ready to do this and I want to get on board, what's the next steps for me? How do I go about uh, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity and, uh, and engaging? 
Yeah, well, you we have our landing page um, called investinblockchain.tv. Um, that is the place where you need to go. Uh, again, it's investinblockchain.tv. Um, and that will take you to the, um, the Reg D platform where you can subscribe and buy shares of uh, Madison Technologies, which is the owner of Blockchain TV. So you heard it here uh, first here, folks. Uh, invest in blockchain.tv. Philip, um, uh, thank you. I can't appreciate you enough. This is exciting. This is a Reg D opportunity, ground floor. Um, I will definitely be uh, watching this, uh, and uh, congratulations. Uh, thanks again, and thanks for having me. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you, and uh, best of luck. Thanks. thanks.